wish maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying But I'm only human Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing and uh, see how it failed in pop culture. And rate its failings. Yeah, and... On a, a scale of one to fail. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty narrow window, but yep. it's fine. Uh, we are watching Disney's Marvel's Inhumans, episode number five? Yes, something inhuman this way comes. Which sounds like a real bad title, and it is. So last week, I forget what happened. Not Nothing. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of a filler episode. Everyone fell in love. <laughs> That's right. The power of love and friendship bound everyone together, even yeah. though they're separate and apart. And then this week, something inhuman came this way. Yeah. It was fine. It, uh, it did have my favorite scene in the series. I don't think you told me what that was, so you'll have to tell me when we get there, but I no. think I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. There's only three more. <laughs> Hooray. Woo. All right. You want to get into it? Let's do it. We have a dog date. Yeah. Well, I do. I don't either, but the dog does. So if you recall uh, last week, the Inhumans picked up that one lady who could scream. I'm going to call her Batgirl. She has a real name, but I can't remember what it was. God. But they throw it. her in the trunk. Uh, they being Black Bolt, Medusa, and Louise. Here's the dog. He heard the microphone, so he was like, I'm going to make as much noise as I can. It we open up. us that we're on the <laughs> island of Oahu, Oahu. Uh, in Hawaii. And we open up on Karnak and Jen. Jen's the uh, the pot farmer. And Karnak is the assistant pot farmer now. Um, she's the pot farmer who falls in love and bangs strangers in a day. Very, very quickly. Strangers who are bleeding from the head in a day. <laughs> With stupid face tattoos. He's surprised that he's having feelings. Because he's not... Apparently Karnak's gift prevents him from having feelings? Uh, I don't think it prevents him, but I think it put him in a position where he didn't let feelings in. Okay. And I think that's what she teaches him or something. So he grows as a person. I think, yeah, I think that's his He arc. grows as an in-person. I think he's the only one with an arc this, um, <laughs> him and Tibor have an arc and, you know, no one else does. Yeah. Just in this episode. I don't know. I, he's confused. They use the term post-coital in this show twice, which is not a word you hear a lot. Uh, meanwhile, jumpy guy who has a name, his name's Reno. We finally, uh, I finally learned excited, it. Excited Sky learned a character's name. Woo! I am. Um, but he is sitting outside their tent, loading a five-chambered uh, revolver. Not just loading it, muttering to himself. Yeah, <laughs> loading it. That's the sign of good mental stability. <laughs> that is correct. And he is politely waiting for them to exit the tent before he murders them. Uh, luckily, they have that tent with tinted windows on the front, <laughs> so you can't see them banging. Also, you, they can't see him loading a fucking gun outside of it. I guess that's true. Yeah. But they should have unzippered the flap. All the other sides of the tent are open. Yeah, just not the front one. Without warning or justification, Reno just pulls the gun and shoots at him. And then we get some uh, bullet time where Karnak karate chops the bullet in half because his powers work sort of again. Uh, The power of love brings back powers. Yeah, so it looks like he deflects it, but he doesn't do it great because Jen gets shot in the the side. He karate chopped that into her, right? Yeah, well, it would have hit him directly, but he karate chopped it, thereby separating it into two different parts. Yeah, so it's a smaller bullet than it would have been. Yeah, but that means it's more jagged and more uh, shrapnel-y than it is a bullet. I hope we can do something about it later. I hope we'll find out. But uh, Reno chases after them, and he unloads six more shots, even though the gun only has five shots in it after the... You don't know anyone's And then he reloads name. it quickly. You don't know anyone's name, but you can count the shots and remember. You, you're, I don't know what form of autism you have. <laughs> the number one. it's on a spectrum. <laughs> it's 
the one with numbers and counting. Ah. Uh, and they fall in the mass grave yeah. that was meant for them. So <laughs> if Reno yeah. was a little bit better at his job, he could have uh, really saved himself some work. If Reno was better at his job, he wouldn't have gotten two other people involved and he then decided their, to murder them. He needed their money or something. I guess. For his plan that's very unclear but involves others. Yeah, like, wait till they harvest the crop, then murder them if you're going to do it. Yeah, they... You still have a lot to do, dude. The amount of pot we see is not enough pot for all of this murder. <laughs> they successfully trick him with a, a well-timed rock throw, and he uh, runs off the other direction, and they make their way out of the grave. And we cut over to <laughs> Louise driving Black Bolt and Medusa around. And they're sitting in the backseat like fucking teenagers whose mom is driving them. Yeah, it's very... so uncomfortable. I know, it feels like it's a scene from Greece. And then Black Bolt demands that Medusa describe her her hair getting shaved off um he demands it by sign languaging at her while she's not looking at him <laughs> this is not the first or the last time this happens look she's just good at what show. she does that's no that's but, not how sign language works i'm aware but like maybe don't ask her to recount her traumatic experience she recounts it way more rapey than it even looked on the screen it's uh, yeah. way more uncomfortable to listen to yeah it's uh, then uh, it was weird. Then he cuts her off. Is that what he's doing? I think so, because he just makes a, a bear claw gesture. <laughs> the dog found a ball. He did. He makes a bear claw gesture, and like she just stops talking. I thought he wanted a donut. <laughs> Could be. He wanted a bear claw. Could go either way. They haven't eaten, it, as far as I know. Meanwhile, uh, the lady in the trunk starts kicking. So Louise is like, "We're letting her out because she is still a regular person and uh, feels human empathy." Like, they pull over, and sh- they pop the trunk, and immediately, she's like, Karnak's over there. I, I can know, tell, because I know I, I yelled can. at you for not knowing her name, but I don't remember her name either. It's something yeah. with an L. Yeah. So, Batgirl uh, just recognized it immediately. They'll tell her that's her name in a minute, yeah. probably. Maybe. <laughs> they realize it's through the jungle, and Louise says that she can't drive through there. They, they go they trudge, for a walk. They decide tr- to trudge through the jungle. And uh, Louise is like, why are you treating her so poorly? And This is the beginning of the... The royal inhumans learning to not be dickholes, I would hope. Maybe. If they don't learn to not be assholes by the end of this thing, I'm going to be real mad. Because <laughs> yeah. what, did, what did Louise die for if... Uh, nothing yet. She's did still she, walking around. Did she die? No. Oh, okay. She, uh, Louise offers them a ride back to the moon on uh, fake, SpaceX. Elon, fake Elon Musk. Oh, uh, and I keep it saying turns that, out... though, but Elon Musk is actually a character in marvel cinematic universe so. that's true uh but batgirl had her communicator with her the whole time and she wasn't bound so i don't know why she didn't just call somebody uh because black bolt would have been like what are you doing and she would her skin <laughs> would have melted off of her as she atomized yeah locus is her name that's it her name is locus because uh they call max or no max was calling her asking why Orin wasn't answering her phone uh it's because she got blown up medusa answers he's like hey we have locus and uh, we killed Mortis, except they didn't. They know they didn't. And then Black Bolt tells Medusa something while she's on the phone with Max, but she's not looking at him at first, but she still gets the whole message. <laughs> They're on the same wavelength. What do you think the odds are that they, like, like someone was like, here's what you do for that sign language. You're like, here's what, how to make it make sense. Or they just said, just wave your hands around, dude. It's probably that one, because his motions are very similar. But eventually, Black Bolt gets fed up with whatever and destroys the communicator. They have cracked every single communicator they've come across. They break like an iPhone. Meanwhile, on the farm, um, on the Midwestern farm in Hawaii. Where Lockjaw has been holing up. 
vet lady is saying that his bruising is down and he's probably fine. And he's got a happy grin on his face like a dog has. The guy, fuck, what's his name? It's like Dan or something. The ATV guy. I don't remember it either. <laughs> um, he wants to be teleported because it sounds awesome. And the vet girl's like, that's dumb. You're clearly delusional because that doesn't make sense. And I'm still on her side because that does not make sense. Because why would you have a teleporting dog? Dave is his name. I was close. But Lockjaw is feeling fine. So Dave and Crystal touch him on the face and he teleports away. He's got a, a little stubby tail that he waggles. It's cute. And, the, and then they disappear. Yeah, where they go, they go to wherever he was previously, or where he, dropped, he dropped off Medusa. Off Medusa yeah. Which Medusa's nowhere near there anymore. Yeah. And then we cut over to uh, Dr. Declan's laboratory, where he's dissecting, or excuse me, like, dissecting is probably accurate, but he is... Autopsying? Performing an autopsy on the dead inhumans they found Autops- at the explosions. Autopsying. But the I- weird thing is, he's got two of them in the same room, and he's working on them both simultaneously? So Oren's on one table, and then Lizard Man. He's the he's the inhuman personification of the dinosaur that gets Newman in Jurassic Park. <laughs> right. Uh, he looks a little bit like a Goomba from the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> uh, except his head is appropriately sized. Uh, but they remove a gland from his, his neck that's full of poison, and, or not poison, venom, and it melts the doctor's glove. And he makes mention of, oh, it's different. It's not like it is in a snake where it's behind the eyes. Um, okay. Is it behind the eyes in a snake? I just their neck? I, <laughs> I think it's their body, really. Yeah, they're all neck. Yeah, they're just a tube. They're all neck and then tail. It goes head, <laughs> neck, tail. <laughs> then we jump over to Gorgon, who's just stomping around the jungle still. In his boots. He does not have any surfer dudes with him anymore. And then he flashes back to a time when he walked in on Karnak, who's sitting in the, the murder garden. Uh, and he shows him the f- American flag that he took from the moon landing site. He's like, I'm going to put this in my room. I think it'll look cool. He also seems to have a ball as well. <laughs> well, he was younger. Uh, yeah, but then, so Kar- Karnak's like, you got to put that back because they'll figure out you took it. Yeah. And your hoof prints are everywhere. Does, does <laughs> Gorgon need a special hat to go outside of the dome? Because he seems to spend a lot of time out there. I don't know, honestly. Around. Also, like, the hoofprints are going to be there regardless because there's no atmosphere on the moon, so the wind isn't going to move them. You get a big uh, you get a big tree branch and brush them away. There's no trees on the moon either. Well, just a broom will work. That's fair. But uh, Karnak yells at him to put it back, and he's like, you would destroy the Adelan without me. And Karnak goes to, or no, uh, Gorgon. Gorgon goes to put the flag back. So we jump back to present, and Gorgon finds Karnak's head blood on a tree. And then sees a broken branch on the ground and assumes that he walked this way. I guess so, except he should have seen broken branches from the other direction because he just walked in a circle earlier. <laughs> yeah. He came from the same direction Gorgon did, or I mean Karnak did, when he walked all around. He, yep. Earlier Gorgon, like in a previous episode, mentioned the, the dudes and how he could smell them. So maybe he should be using that sense to find Karnak instead of like looking for branches and stuff. But whatever. Yeah, because El Chupacabra could have come through there and smashed himself up. <laughs> that's in Mexico, not in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. So we jump over to the pot farm, and Reno is uh, a sweaty, gross mess, and he pulls a gun on uh, some Hawaiian pot cartel that has come to collect their pot. He's the Hawaiian mafia. Like, he describes how he murdered his other partners. <laughs> <coughs> Stop it. I'm trying. So they ask to see the body. He's like, well, a couple of them got away. And then 
they show him Ted's body, who is the first guy who we never really learned the name of. See, Hawaiian, he's face down in a grave. Hawaiian mafia guy, he knows what's up. He shoots him while he's standing next to the grave, so he just falls into it. That's right. He Yeah, they lead Rito out there, and then uh, no-nonsense guy shoots him directly in the face and says, I don't trust people who kill their partners in a feat of huge irony. We then go over to uh, Karnak and Jen, who are stumbling through the jungle. There's a lot of stumbling through the jungle in this series. Yep. And she collapses because she still has a uh, wound in her abdomen. She done got shot. Yeah. And it's probably all jaggedy and has Karnak's fingerprints embedded in it. <laughs> uh, I think he hit it on the side of his finger where there are no prints. but uh, Well, there's some creases there still. And he's still real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did fall down a mountain. Uh, sure is covered did. in his own blood and then went into the ocean. We come back and uh, Tibor is talking to Max. He's called the, uh, another meeting with him in the in the hooded figure room. I figured out what they are. They're the computers. Because they're oh. looking in that screen. That's their job. That's their inhumany power. That um, sucks for one them. One of them is probably the monitor and one of them is the CPU. <laughs> No, one of them is probably the Wi-Fi router. And the other's the computer. One of them's just the, uh, one of them is just the VGA cable, so <laughs> they can see. That sucks for them. You guys sit here. We're gonna look at porn on you. <laughs> so Max is talking to Tibor about something or other. It's probably the same thing he's been talking to Tibor about the entire series. Uh, the, the same conversations just happen over and over again on this. I can't believe they wanted to get a movie out of this, or like a 20-episode series, because they are struggling to fill yeah. this out. This could have been two episodes, <laughs> which I guess would have made or a movie. they could have just canceled it. Um, they did, but not after it was too late. Yeah. Max tells him to gather the dissonance or whatever, and Tibor has a problem with the way he's portraying himself and carrying himself. Yeah, he's just like, people are going to be pissed at you, mostly. So maybe stop being such a dick. The answer to that is no. I'm going to do what I want. So, Max uh, probably has the biggest arc for most sympathetic to. <laughs> yeah, he he jumped like, off Ugh. or he jumped on the crazy train pretty quick, because I was all on board with him for a moment and then, nope. So meanwhile, back on Earth, um, Karnak and Jen are still running around. She can't walk anymore. So Karnak then <laughs> decides, oh, I could have done this immediately, but I'm going to do it now. And then he blocks the nerves on her back. By t- p- pinching them hard enough, Sky, like a Vulcan. You're the closest I know to a doctor. Is that a thing you can do? I don't. I mean, if you did, you probably couldn't walk. Right? <laughs> probably not. Uh, I mean, if you block the nerves, that is a thing for like. That's basically what an epidural does: is it blocks mm-hmm. the nerves so you don't die. So she die. Could have a baby right now too. Yeah, probably. If she wanted. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know what in in she's maybe inseminated by inhuman. Oh, yeah, Whatever, so she pregnant right like now. I don't know what the gestation period is, so maybe later today, who knows? Um, but ultimately, Karnak is examining her wound and decides, uh, you know, I can't dig the bullet out of your tummy through the front because I'll definitely infect you. Because my fingers are so dirty. Yeah, and I don't want to cut you open from the back because then you'll have two open wounds. Because my fingers are so dirty. And also, he doesn't have a knife. So what he does is he saw the Dark Knight. And he knows that sometimes punching can be used to heal people. So he lines up the shot and punches her in the back. So the Dark Knight rises, not the Dark Knight. Excuse me. And he punches the bullet out of her. But Ah. like everyone else, he only saw the Dark Knight rises once. So he's only vaguely familiar with that scene. (laughs) Yeah, that's my favorite scene 
in this whole stupid series. <laughs> now we can quit. Yay. My takeaway from this is Karnak would be excellent at pool. Uh, my takeaway is next time I get shot, I'm coming to you to have the bullet punched out of me. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, he then gets up and then he grabs some like leaves that are probably totally sterile. And uh, he's like, I'm going to use this to... fingering that one with his dirty ass hands. This is not the most he <laughs> has to worry about. <laughs> he was worried about sepsis a moment ago. Then he like... I oh, is that just the tip of the leaf? Cause he, I guess so. He's going to use that as a needle? I don't know what the hell the plan is. But luckily, Jen has a sewing kit on her person. Yeah. So she's like, use this instead. She looks like she's struggling to get out of her pocket, and then she, he just has it. Some weird editing there. Yeah. I mean, if that's the worst thing that happens in this show. And it's not. There's a lot more. <laughs> like the dialogue and the plot. And the, <laughs> the acting. acting. Do you think it would be better if it had full frontal nudity from every character? <laughs> How could it not? What if Karnak was just naked right now? And he has those tattoos everywhere? Yeah. Like on his donger? <laughs> Naturally. Uh, so he, while he's sewing her up, he uh, says that they need to go back to camp to, I don't know, regroup, I guess? Yeah, I'm not sure why going back to... I mean, I guess if... I thought it was like, his... maybe we'll steal a car or get a real weapon because everybody had machetes or whatever. But instead, they just run back and like sit around. I guess if Reno is out looking for them... He wouldn't be looking in camp, sure. Yeah, but, but they don't explain if no. that's the reason or not. <laughs> no, they don't. So we cut over back to Dr. Declan's lab, and he has run a rapid DNA sequencing on both of these bodies. And he says that they have DNA similar to the silent one. And of course they do. DNA is very similar amongst people. <laughs> like, we share like 70% of the same DNA with bananas. So yeah, of course they do. Um, Wait, you're saying in humans are bananas? Yep. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. Uh, Oren sits up. Like, she knocked over a tray, and they it spooks the uh, Dr. Declan in his uh, med tech. And then he's like, yeah, it was just a post-mortem spasm. But then she sits up with her eyes open and scares them both, and then she waves her hand over her face, and she's mostly healed again. She's just dirty now. Yeah. That she... wouldn't wipe off the blood that, like, you bled on your body. <laughs> yeah. So she grabs Declan by the throat and asks him where Black Bolt is, and he appropriately says, what's a Black Bolt? You know, a guy. Black Bolt. Well, nobody, it makes sense, because no one yeah. from the prison got his name, and he didn't tell anybody anything. And uh, she notices that Sekas, uh, Snake Guy, is dead and cut open. And he's like, I was performing an autopsy because you were dead, and I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. Yeah. You're still supposed to be dead, please. Yeah. Uh, Declan's buddy, the... Uh, his orderly yeah he grabs a, a scalpel and looks like he's going to attack Orin to re-kill her uh she catches his hand and stabs him with the scalpel that he picked up in the eye killing him for no like why because she's a bad guy that's what she does what do you mean why anyway <laughs> here we are jen and karnak made their way back to camp and karnak uh his powers aren't working again you can't see a definite end to this plan which is a Pretty terrible plan. I'm not sure what the plan is. Just go hang out there? I, I assumed it was maybe steal one of the cars that were probably there and go back to civilization and out of danger. I know there's a hang glider in there. We'll take that. <laughs> Look, that would be way more interesting than what uh, actually yeah. happens. Think I'll ever get to go hang gliding? I, that's up to you, man. No, I won't. You could do it, like, that's tomorrow that's if that's you wanted. scary. <sighs> so, uh, Jen says to him, you know, it's cool to have some doubts. It's fine. Because people without doubt are crazy. 
And then he's like, you're, you're like Gorgon. He's wrong all the time. 62% of the time, exactly. No, he's right 62% of the time. Oh, so he's 38% wrong. 38% of the time. That's my mistake. He's wrong. It's simple math, guy. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Simple math that I didn't do because the teacher <laughs> did it for me. The subtitles are helpful. Uh, but she, uh, Jen tells him that it'll be fine, probably. You just got to do some stuff sometimes. And that is enough to convince him. It's enough to convince him to remember. Okay. Well, he thinks back on a time shortly after uh, Gorgon returned the flag where he comes back into the murder room and makes fun of Karnak for not doing anything. Because Karnak is just sitting in front of this chessboard because they have chess in space. And he isn't playing anyone but himself. But he's not making any moves because There are probably too can't. many options. I guess. He can't choose which is the best route. I would assume that's what this metaphor is. Yeah, but also if you're playing chess by yourself, why would you bother getting up and moving stuff? He's probably stuff? got a pen pal that he's playing with on Earth. Also, it's inhuman chess, so maybe it's different than our chess guy. Well, the pieces do look a little different. So, Jen's doing great for having been shot earlier. She really is. She's quite the trooper. I She's the hero. I my toe when I'm out for the day. <laughs> She's also the only person who gets hurt so far. Uh, I mean, that snake guy got killed. Well, he doesn't count. He's a bad and guy. And keeps getting hurt. Yeah, but she's fine. Yeah. Her power is to be fine. Also, Trident is dead? Possibly. So I know you know, but... We jump back to the moon <laughs> where Max is uh, calling Oren again because she f- refound a, a communicator or still had one or something. She probably got another one when he sent Mortis. Or down. or maybe it's Declan's. She might have... Maybe Declan had oh, one. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's upset that Declan has a communication to uh, Black Bolt, or no, other guy, Black Bolt's brother, Max. <laughs> Who keeps telling people to call him my king. Yeah, really pretentious-like. Uh, she's mad that Declan didn't kill Black Bolt, and etc. I don't know. There's a lot of weirdness happening. So we jump back to the jungle where Mortis and one of the other... Plants McGee. Planty Girl, that's it. Uh, they have captured... Uh, Sammy? Jimmy? Sammy. And it's because he can only run at like two miles an hour. He is a very bad runner. Yeah, he's just... It looks like it hurts him a lot. I, yeah, I feel real bad for him. Yeah. Uh, somehow they found him, and somehow they're just back in the jungle, even though they were at Declan's, you know, office. They I don't weren't. know why they... Yeah, they were. That's where it get exploded. Well, that's outside of it. Yeah, but they were right there. Why didn't Declan come out to investigate and collect the inhuman pieces? He probably... Because he got those other two. Those two probably weren't dead, and they probably got up and ran away. (laughs) I don't know. They probably found Sammy half a block away panting. And they're like, hey, we know you. You're a prisoner now. I don't know. Like, they contact Oren, and they're reconvening somewhere. And then we jump back to the pot farm, where they're just hanging out. They know Reno is chasing after them with a gun. And they're just sitting out at the picnic table, or excuse me, just like their table where they could have a picnic. And Karnak it's, is looking for weapons. Like, he found no some hay bale hooks. Uh, this guy, pot bale hooks. <laughs> excuse me. That is my mistake. Uh, and he keeps not finding something suitable. Like, he just picks up a log. A very nicely cut log. I mean, I guess they probably have a campfire or something. Yeah. but it's, it's very unwieldy. But then he finds a bamboo st- staff. He finds, uh, like, a pile of bamboo staffs. <laughs> he does some staff work, like Donatello. And then realizes that, oh, I could use this instead of the many machetes that are about. I bet there's some guns, too. There's at least one. I know Reno has it. 
Well, they don't know he's dead in that bo- uh, in that hole. No, well, I suppose that's true. So yeah, there <laughs> there is at least one gun on the premises. But I bet there are others like around. Maybe. I don't remember how they were protecting. I think one of them had a rifle. Now that you mention it, Uh, Ted had a a rifle of some sort. But then they notice uh, all of the pot that's bagged up and you know in the cube cuboidal shapes. Bales. (laughs) You just said bales, guy. No, you said bales. Uh, And then I said pot. You said hay bales earlier. (laughs) I prefer cuboidal shapes. and the uh, the cartel shows up to collect their pot, most of which is still in the fields. You can't. No one it. is collecting it. You can't pick it before it's ready. Otherwise, its potency isn't isn't good. <laughs> you need potent pot. Yeah. Did you see what I did? I said potency, which I is did. like potency, but with pot and, and pronounced incorrectly. You're incorrectly pronounced. Sometimes. Nobody can say Ertl. I can. Well, when they're reading it, they're always hesitant, uh, thinking that there's a lot more vowels in it. Well, it's your weird Dutch name. German. Sky. It's very German. It means the point of a lance, or a spear. You're the point of a lancing spear. Sometimes. Waka waka. So Karnak. they're in that hut that uh, that was on the premises, Karnak and Jen. Uh, he has his staff, still, luckily. And they're discussing how Reno must have cut a deal on the side and these people are here to steal the pots. Yep. That's and, what happened. Yep. And <laughs> they guessed pretty accurately pretty quickly. Um, Karnak tells Jen to, you know, escape out the back. Uh, she's been shot, dude. You sh- <laughs> Maybe don't send her out to the jungle by herself. She's lost quite a bit of blood. Don't worry. She got sewn up by a, a sewing kit. <laughs> I guess that's fair. And then finally, Lockjaw, Dave, and Crystal land. They've been teleporting for quite a while. Um, they say they've been all over the island, so I, I guess this is like their tenth teleport. I guess maybe this because is because I thought the same thing. I was like, "Damn, they've been teleporting for a long time." <laughs> Usually, it's instantaneous. That's the whole purpose of teleporting. Um, but they talk about how nice it is, or whatever, on that island. Yeah, which, yeah, as an inhuman trapped on the moon, I bet this is incredibly pretty for her, because it's not gray. And Dave keeps telling her, like, the state motto. Yeah, I wish Dave was, like, an actual Hawaiian person instead of some white guy. This guy, do you want to know what the actual state motto is? Sure. I mean, it's in Hawaiian, but it translates (laughs) to, the life of the land is perpetuated in righteousness. Nothing close to hang loose or whatever he says. Uh, He says hang loose, and he does the shaka thing. And uh, he also says it's, this is my office, which is the fucking worst. I mean, I think the farm is his office. (laughs) That Midwestern farm. (laughs) Back in Wisconsin. But uh, he starts, they start bonding and she's like, I didn't have friends. It was just me and the dog. And uh, the dog's your friend. It's true. And the the dog has some level of sentience, right? I think so. He wears shoes. At least some. He starts telling her, if you want to do something, just do it. It's fine. There's no no repercussions for you. What are the odds that Crystal ends up staying on this island and Uh, the others go back? (laughs) You've already seen the ending, so that's not a good question to ask you. (laughs) But if you hadn't, you'd say, pretty good. Mm. Well, I mean, she is a young lady being introduced to a whole new world. There's lots of Disney movies about this exact thing. Right, plus this handsome man has messy tussled hair it's true 
and uh, do whatever you feel like attitude. That's true. He's a ab- he's abandoned his farm. <laughs> to go teleport. That he may or may not own might be dog. his parents. I don't fucking know. It's never made clear. But he eventually decides I'm gonna throw off my clothes and go run in the ocean because I feel like it. I mean that seems to be a theme with people who li- who aren't from this island but live there. <laughs> yeah, and then he starts yelling at her to do the same, and then she's like, "My family's missing." He's like, "We can look for them later. Maybe they're in the water. We should bone now." There's a green one in here. <laughs> well, that's Trident. Yay! Yeah, we did it. Cool. Crystal's a hero. <laughs> but that's just how the scene ends, and it's super weird. Do we even hear from them again the rest of the episode? I don't believe we do. <laughs> Karnak has with Crystal. Yeah, we cut back to the pot farm, and Karnak has waited till the fall of night. Yeah, and these dudes have been loading up pot for uh, hours. Teensy tiny piles of pot, and uh, all of a sudden we hear uh, a shriek from Locus, the bad girl, and it tips everybody off because they hear it too, and they look over and see Karnak, and they yell, "It's that guy!" <laughs> it's the best. It's that guy. You know that guy, <laughs> the I, one. I do know that guy. He's right there. Uh, and then there's some fisticuffs. Karnak's staff gets broken basically immediately with the baseball bat, so he uses two Daredevil style. Do, like, very cleanly in half, though. Yeah. Well, of course it did. So he takes care of business, and then he straight up kills one of them, I'm pretty sure, because he punches them right in the heart. And you know if you hit somebody in the heart hard enough, they die? That happens. And then Jen pops out of nowhere because Karnak gets taken down by one of them. And she's like, I'm going to burn the crops. And then... Like, the guy doesn't let go, so then he she does throw down this lantern on there, and there's a little bit of fire on some of the bales, <laughs> even though the fields are still fine, guys. You can still recoup your losses. Yeah, but Sky, every pot lost is a pot saved. <laughs> they, uh, Karnak grabs Jen, and they try to leave, but then he gets smashed in the face with a gun by uh, the leader. Uh, we cut to commercial. And then we learn a little something about Subway rotisserie-styled chicken and turkey <laughs> breast. Subway. We're no longer endorsed by a pedophile. So when we come back, Locus is still shrieking into the woods. She's hollering into the darkness. Louise asks her how her echolocation works, and to which Locus is like, I don't know, it just does. And she discusses her role in, uh, in human society as she finds things. I don't know if it means like she can echolocate somebody's keys. Or I would assume, yes. Someone goes missing, it's her job to she, find them. Because she seems to just be able to scream and be like, Gorgon's over there. <laughs> But, like, before Terragenesis, she wanted to be a healer, which I guess means doctor. And there, but she's only been relegated to finding things since Terragenesis, which means, like, does she just sit around doing nothing until somebody loses a thing? Yeah. Uh, here's another example of um, Black Bolt using a signing while no one's looking. <laughs> or at least the person well, who he understands snaps it. and gets their attention. She, Medusa but, still doesn't look at him until he's halfway done with it. I think that they're pretending that they have, like, a. a a mental connection then he should, even though he should she does gesture at him around. i don't know dude it's not great does this mean since locust like doesn't do anything but find things that the projector face also just hangs out in a closet until they're ready to watch a movie <laughs> yes i think so that's why he didn't say anything and we haven't seen him since because he hasn't been needed they haven't needed to watch anything desperate uh, housewives is on tuesday <laughs> it's not for three more days on the moon it's his favorite show of course it makes sense but they established that like and human life isn't great for anybody but the royals because they can do what they want and everybody else has to do the one thing that they're meant to do because of Terragenesis. Yeah, I think that's how it works in that kind of society. I, I guess. And then Black Bolt looks exasperated and waves his hands about. And I mean, looks as exasperated as Black Bolt looks. 
Well, his pacing was a little more stressed. <laughs> but his furrowed brow was just as furrowed. Indeed. So we cut back to the moon, and uh, Tibor hands Max a list of all of the people in the uh, in the, the mines and what their powers are. Um, apparently, Bronage, uh, Ulysses' dad, has level 8 strength, which means nothing to me. Um, bird and bird gloves. hands. <laughs> and apparently, they've been drafted into a strike force to go get Black Bolt. I, is that or what something? it is? I'm not I, even sure what the... They mentioned it a little, I think, earlier. I don't, I'm not... I think the plan is he inducted these people so that they can gladiator-style fight for their freedom. I mean, he wants to go to Earth. Is are they going to Earth to take over Earth? I don't know. Why didn't he just move everybody to Earth already? Is it because the teleporting dog's not there? Yeah, they don't have it a way to get there. They got the wall guy. Oh, yeah, they do have the wall guy. Maybe he's refusing because he'll get left behind. Because he can't uh, travel through himself. But he seemed to like that because he doesn't like to be bothered. I don't know. If he gets everyone on the on the earth, then he can just chill out. Yeah. No one's walking through his vagina. <laughs> oh, man. I don't understand anybody's intentions. Uh, Tibor seems to be like, uh, sometimes people don't like what you're doing, mostly. Yeah. And then they argue. Tibor's right. Everyone's, well, no, never mind. I was going to say everyone's right, but Mac, <laughs> no, no one's really right. Just T-Bor. None of the good guys have a good T-Bor position on, on this. The dog's been pretty flawless, I will admit that. And then Max wanders up to his dad's statue and yells at it. He like speaks to it like Kylo Ren to Darth Vader's mask style. <laughs> pretty much. Only way less interesting. Because he's like, everybody who's you know looked at me because they don't have powers. I'm just a stupid human. I wanted to be king. Well, you're not fit for it at all, dude. Also, you were the second one. You were never meant to be king. Yeah. Chill out. I mean, I yes, I agree with a lot of your stances on slavery. Go find Loki. Hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of the same problems. Inferiority complexes. Paleness. Dads who don't like you. Greasy hair. <laughs> Weird fashion sense. So, meanwhile on Earth. There's no way that Goron, Gorgon could, like, his boots... Move like a person's in them, yep. and with hooves in them, that just wouldn't happen. No, it you wouldn't. trip on them. Because there'd just be an empty toe for yeah. you to trip over. Also, he's in the Hawaiian jungle by himself, doesn't need to be wearing them. But whatevs, it's fine. Uh, we cut over to the pot farm. They have strung up Karnak. He's still, his hood is up now, because they didn't take his hoodie off, even though it should be fallen over his face. Because <coughs> there's like an extra three feet of it. Whatever. The head of the cartel guy... Wants to know who he's working for. Karnak's just like, you won't believe me because I'm from the moon and blah, blah, blah. And rightfully so, the guy who's in charge of the cartel just has his men start kicking the crap out of him with baseball bats. They pinata the hell out of him. But he's <laughs> full of gravy instead of jelly beans. <laughs> Indeed. So and Not even like delicious like Midwestern biscuits and gravy gravy. Like just marinara sauce gravy like from the East Coast. Gross. Uh, but Gorgon finds them with relative ease. He does his uh, earthquake ground stomp smash, uh, which is something I wish that he would yell while he does it, but he, he never does. Or take his boots off for. Yeah. Um, and he knocks all the cartel guys down, and Karnak falls down because the tree branch broke? Guess so. He uh, undoes the binds on Jen, who says, oh, you must be Gorgon. He talks about you a lot. And he's touched that his cousin talks about him a lot, which is actually kind of genuinely sweet, but also not the time over. for this. Um, so they make their escape on foot because of reasons. Well, because they don't have a car. Oh, There's lots of cars car, there. Right? 
So we cut over to Declan's lab- laboratory. Uh, Mortis and... Uh, plant lady. Garden, yeah, plant girl. Poison ivy. Poison ivy, that's it. They have, they've recaptured Sammy and they've walked him back. So they must have gone out into the woods to find Sammy that, and then come back with I him. Guess. I guess. And um, Auron comes out to meet them. Meanwhile, we cut back over to the pop farm and Karnak and Gorgon have a touching moment where he's just like, thanks, I was really lost out there, and etc. Um, and then there's some more gunshots. Yeah, gunshots and people screaming. Yep. But I'm not sure what ha- what's happening. I think what had happened is Locus had pointed them towards where they were, and then on their way walking through the jungle, they encountered the, the cartel people ah. and then murdered them and continued on their way. And also off screen, Locus got shot. That doesn't so become got, important for a moment. She got shot off screen. Yep. Okay. Because I was paying attention for it this time, and she at no point was ever in danger. Because they like walk up and have a full conversation with everyone. Yep, and she it, seems fine. Uh, I mean, Jen is holding her side because she was also shot. But Locus at no point ever makes any indication. Also, uh, Gorgon wants to bang Louise. Rightfully so. <laughs> so Karnak uh, asks Jen to come with them to the moon, I guess. I'm yeah. not sure what the plan is. Yeah, because they'll like... accept her up there. Yeah, it'll be fine. They're notoriously accepting. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm going to call the cops instead for all the bodies. Um, you guys should probably not be here for that because you're the, quote, e- epitome of illegal aliens. Which is almost funny. But not quite. <laughs> it's as funny as the show gets. Yeah. But she's just like, hey, sometimes things don't go the way we want them to. I'm going to dip out. Thanks for sewing up my bullet wound. You know, a little doubt is fine. So she leaves. It's a, that's a series wrap on Jen. She's never comes back. I don't think so. There's only three And then he ca- luckily, uh, Karnak is able to calculate the exact amount of time that they spent together. For what reason? I don't know. Okay. Because he did that in the first episode, I guess, with the the waitress lady. I thought he calculated how much time it would take him to get bored with her. Well, yeah, that's what happened initially, but this was the opposite. Fucking whatever. But then Locus uh, falls down. down. I thought she had been sniped. (laughs) That would make more sense. Like it was the surf dudes coming in. I I thought it was was Aaron. Uh, and she sniped him, but then no one else seemed concerned about being sniped, so I didn't know yeah. what was going on. Nope, she just collapses. Apparently she was she was shot off screen, and now she's dying. And Karnak... no one knew she was shot. She didn't tell anyone, No I one, guess. No one saw it happen. She didn't react at all, and now it, it, she's, she's dead. Oh, heavens, I've been shot. Uh, she asks Black Bolt to be the king that we deserve, and, you know, stop being such a cock about ordering people around and making terrible demands of his people and maybe abolish the caste system because slavery is not the way to do stuff? Uh, I mean, sometimes it works, but not in this case. Oh? What's an example of it working, Jake? Um, let's remember when Watto had Anakin there to help work in his shop. That was going pretty well for him. For Watto, sure. Yeah. And then he got swindled. He didn't get swindled. His gambling, they took advantage of his gambling. Yeah, to swindle him because... Quagon uses the force to flip that chance cube over, and then Anakin uses the force to cheat in the pod race. He doesn't cheat. It just gives him an upper hand. Also, it does, even if, though he doesn't know he's doing it, it still gives him an unfair advantage. If Watto didn't have a gambling problem, they couldn't have taken advantage of it. Quagon still cheated. Mm, I don't know. If, if you Watto use didn't have a, a mystical problem, force that no one else has to gain an advantage, that is cheating. If Watto didn't have that gambling problem, so many people wouldn't have died. <laughs> 
So at really, least, it's Watto's fault. At least at the hand of Anakin Skywalker, Palpatine would have found another way to do it. But he still. did build a giant space laser, yeah. specifically for murdering a lot of people all at once. But to be fair, Alderaan probably wouldn't have been uh, blowed up because Anakin would still be on Tatooine and never met Padme, and they would have never had Leia, who went to live on Alderaan. So it would have been a different planet that got blowed up the first time. I don't know. Did they build the Death Star near Alderaan? Because that no. was... Okay. Well, then I don't know. They went there on account of Princess Leia was on board. Sure. <laughs> I like your commercial talks better than this. <laughs> so we uh, cut back. We still have the two minutes left before the final credits. The and long uh, Tibor is wandering around looking panicked. And some other hooded dudes show up. And he starts backtracking on his actions throughout the day. He's like, I wasn't trying to... You know, dip out a Max. I'm loyal to Max, except I think that sometimes he does some bad things. And this guy who has a weird protrusion on his forehead. Sort of like a warty vagina. Um, he's like, I'm not defying the king. I just think that sometimes the, the people don't like the things that he does, which is accurate and could be true of any politics, you know, ever in the history of time. Yeah. Um, but it turns out these guys are plotting against Maximus. Who are they? I don't know. They're, like There was a music cue as the guy with the, the protrusion on his forehead takes off his hood as though he was supposed to recognize him. But he's just some guy, as far as I know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but apparently there's an underground movement to overthrow the guy who just overthrew the king like yeah, yesterday. Max fucked it real fast. And that's the show. Max, you done done it. You done fucked it. Uh, we've made it through yet another one. Woo! Uh, there we are. So, Jacob... Oh, uh, yes. What was the most turtle-rific part of this episode? That time Gorgon... Uh, not Gorgon. The time Karnak punched a bullet <laughs> through a lady. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises Medical School. Punching for healing. Fixes backs. <coughs> fixes bullets. <laughs> fixes headaches. Oh, man. Fixes Is there anything punching can't solve? No. Nothing. Yeah, that is per- pretty turtle-rific. Um, but you're the most turtle-rific part. I like the part where Louise is like... I'm a fuck Gorgon. <laughs> that was pretty good. But like, she started asking questions about it, uh, at, Atlantean? Atlantean? Atelian? I don't know. Moon? Stop, moon? Stop saying it moon wrong. Life's... I say it until you say it wrong, and then it leaves my brain. It's Adeline. <laughs> Adeline. Adeline. Uh, about the dynamics on Adeline, and she's starting to point out to the royal family that, hey, you guys are wrong with it's, the things that you're doing. It's not your niece's name, but with T's instead of D's. <laughs> It is. All right, that's how you remember it from now on. Hmm. Adeline. 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 Just a slight change in pronunciation. Yeah. I bet I'll still forget. Your tongue softly... <laughs> or no, your tongue hits the back of your teeth a little harder than, than before. Adeline. And who's the most uh, likable character? Uh, oh, um... I mean, it's still probably Louise. <laughs> She's the voice of reason. She wants to bone down. She's, you know... I mean, Gork, the guy who plays Gorgon is a handsome fellow. Right. And he has horse feet. <laughs> Probably some horse other stuff. Yeah, what? Like a mane. <laughs> he just shaves his head. Maybe a tail. Some sort of horse's tail. Possibly. If they're not going to give him his horse hooves, they're not going to give him a tail. That's My for damn hooves. sure. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the things. Yeah. I, I would say I still like the vet lady because she seems the most rational of all the people we've encountered. It is true. She, she doesn't want to put up with this moon nonsense or entertain the idea that it's real. Even though she lives in a world where there are green Our rage hopes. monsters yeah. and men in iron suits. So Jake, what's the uh, next episode? Uh, the gentleman's name is Gorgon. That's the name of the episode. For real? 
The gentleman's name is Gorgon. That's that's not good at all. These all feel like placeholder names that they're like, we'll come back to it. Episode 7 is Havoc in the Hidden Land, and then episode 8 is, and finally, Blackpool. Oh boy. Okay, neat. So, uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end on Twitter. Yep. You can email us at popculturefailure@gmail.com. Yep. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. Yep. And uh, I meant Midwest Love Affair. <laughs> Sorry, I was busy doing that yep thing. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted me to do you too. Uh, and if you wanted to, you can go onto iTunes or whatever it is that you use for your pod catching, and you could leave us a rating and or review if you feel like it. That'd be pretty boss. Uh, I think we only have the two still. I don't know. I'm checking. <laughs> Hurry. The internet has I can't cut out for time. The, the internet hasn't been cooperating up until now. I don't know why it would start. <laughs> I l- it went through the first time we watched it without a problem. Yeah, I know. There's, there are none new reviews. Cool. Um, so if you wanted to leave us a review, that'd be boss. If not, that's fine, too. No. I mean, if you want. No, not if not. You, you do it. It's Sky's birthday. Pretty soon. It's next month. Um, but yeah, thanks for much. Thank you very much for listening. We, we got will so s- close. <laughs> I barely stumbled over anything this I time. I know. We almost made it. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. We will see you guys next week with, uh, and the gentleman's name is Gorgon. That's it. <laughs> thanks. Woo. I'm only human. After all, don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me. I'm only human, I do what I can, I'm just a man, I do what I can, don't put the blame on me, don't put your blame on me. Dog, 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 what if it if it shuts down? We're just gonna have to vaguely describe <laughs> it on our own. We'll pull up the Wikipedia synopsis. Yeah, it's probably a paragraph. So many commercials. I feel like there's more every time I watch something on Hulu. <laughs> like they're like, "We've got you hooked now, you son of a bitch." <laughs> this is what your six dollars is getting you. You're not gonna not. We'll finish this. We're hip millennials. We need more stimulation than that. Hulu. There's nothing hip about you, Sky. <laughs> Except for the pain you have when you get up out of bed. That's your hip. Get it? Yes. Even though she lives in a world where there are green rage monsters and men in iron suits and widows who are black. That sounded way worse than I meant it to. Black widows who are people. I'm going to just cut that entire portion out. Get it together. (laughs)